Welcome back to this episode of the Yellowcast. My name is Matt Troush, and I will be the host for today's episode. As you've probably heard in the other episodes, we're exploring social identities and communication through social media. The media platform we will be analyzing is the movie Remember the Titans. It was released in late September of 2000 and was published by Buena Vista Pictures. In this episode, we will be exploring the cultural identities of different racial groups by observing a conversation between two members of the T.C. Williams Titans 1971 high school football team. This legendary football movie, Remember the Titans, puts us inside the locker room of Alexandria, Virginia's first desegregated high school football team. The head coach of the team is an African-American coach named Herman Boone, who's played by Denzel Washington in the movie, for those of you who love movies. So pretty much, um, Herman Boone is the newly appointed African-American head coach at T.C. Williams High School. And um, this is because there are a lot of racial tensions as the schools were becoming desegregated. So in order to sort of ease some of that tensions, um, the school board decided to hire an African-American coach because there are a lot of African-American players. So that's how it ended up happening. And Denzel Washington, the movie, has a camp for his players to get to know each other. And at this camp, um, each white player on the team and each black player on the team had to like dorm with each other for the camp so they could get to know each other. And... And the team practiced four times a day until each player um, learned something about another player of the opposite race. So Herman Boone, the coach, was really trying to get the team to bond um, because in order for them to be successful, um, they had to really believe they were a team and not care about each other's skin color, which is a very hard thing to do at this time, which uh, we will see in this conversation. So there's this one really short conversation in the movie and it happens at about 25 minutes in and it is two players on the team um who were paired together for coach boone's summer camp and uh one of them is a white player and his name um is ray and one is a black player and his name is Petey. so here's the conversation it's a nice short interaction and um the first one talking is going to be ray and here it is. Let's see. What's your daddy's name? I mean, you do have a daddy, right? Look, I have a father, and his name is Eric. And what's he do? Oh, wait. He does have a job, right? All right, so there is the clip. Um, you heard it. So although this is just a 12-second clip, there is so much to unpack here. Um, this was part of the movie that really just spoke a lot to me and a lot of terms that uh I've learned in my communications 101 class really just stuck out to me but yeah so yeah so pretty much like I said this was the first year that their high school um was desegregated so PD and Ray never really would have communicated with each other up until this point in their lives which is sort of crazy to think about but back then that was the societal norm so this is the first time Ray has sort of been introduced to the situation and he's he's being really racist but it, it that's what the society that was a societal ritual um for white people back then and it was also a societal ritual uh for african americans to feel unwelcome during this time period as they weren't allowed in a lot of stores 
a lot of restaurants wouldn't even serve them. So it's just really, this scene is just so short, like I said, but it really just goes to show the time. And I mean, honestly, I would say PD was hoping the desegregation of the school would encourage the team to be more welcoming, welcoming to him. And unfortunately, this wasn't the case. Um, so yeah, so this scene is very powerful. I know you guys cannot see the scene, but as soon as Ray gets the first words, four words out, which are, what's your daddy's name? Um, PD's whole demeanor instantly shifts. He's noticeably irritated and he sort of like drops his hands um, sort of down like into fists and he takes like a big sigh, like he's really upset and like pissed off. And he sort of knows, um, you know, where this question is heading or where it's going because it's a stereotype that he's had to deal with before in society. And you can tell he's had to deal with these type of questions numerous times before because he has such just a perfect detailed response when he snaps back. And his response really communicates so much more than uh, what, what, it, what it says. So I'll get into that after this. But uh, anyway, so Ray, um, like I said, the white the white one here doesn't who's being racist doesn't directly like accuse PD of not having a dad, but like the indirect statements is sort of blatantly racist. And obviously it wouldn't be tolerated today, but you would get kicked off the team today because that's not acceptable. But back then in the 1970s, it was sort of, it was just sort of an example of a stereotype of a norm society. And just many white people at the time had the idea in their head that 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 most black people had to come from broken families or had to grow up in poor conditions, which isn't the case at all. But that just goes to show the societal rituals, even in the thinking of white people um, in the 1970s. I mean, not all of them, but it's just so awful. And that would not be tolerated today at all. But as I stated above, um, you know, black people just face this social ritual of just thought that went against them everywhere they went in this time period. Um, so yeah, in, I mean, but back to Ray in his circumstance, this is the first time like that he, um, is communicating or on the same team, uh, with an African-American, which is very crazy. But I mean, he probably wasn't, he was never taught, like he has no norm. Like he was never taught like how to interact with people who look different than him and people who, who talk to him and, or just act different than him. So that's probably... It's another societal norm at the time. And um, he really, Ray starts to play on like vocabularies and sort of just teases at a PD's vocabulary because he uses the word daddy as a jab at the African-American like community's vocabulary. Like as little as it is, that is a direct jab at PD and his background. So this is just another way that Ray sort of mocks PD. And it's crazy because these four words... Ray mocks PD so much, and that really just shows how ingrained um, this way of thinking was in the society towards black people back then. Um, and I just think that this, this scene just really shows, because this is towards the start of the movie, it just really shows, it really builds up the importance of the rest of the movie, because it seems like an insurmountable in, in task to get past this differences of thought and stuff, but if you end up watching the full movie, I'm not going to spoil it, but it just, it's just a crazy how how much they come together from this point. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Ray just is trying to get along. And when he, he uses this word daddy, it, it's not a slur, but it's almost like a disrespectful slur. And he's just trying to belittle PD for his community. But P 
PD replies right back and and he has a response ready to go, almost like he expects this um, from going from being on a team with white people. And it's almost like he was trained. He was trained that white people are going to treat him like this. So you can sort of assume that PD has had to deal with similar conversations before by response that he snaps back with. And he basically cuts off Ray saying, I have a father and his name is Eric, as you heard. So this is an example of a disconfirmation that will pretty much just destroy Ray's insinuated racist hypothesis. And I mean, pretty much PD is able to reciprocate a response that shuts down the stereotype that Ray has proposed of the black community. So PD is essentially using loaded language here to help Ray like really understand that that him and PD are very similar and understand the similarities between the two of them. And by loaded language, I mean the use of the word father. PD uses this term purposely to bring Ray to pretty much just the realization that his father is the same as Ray's, just just with different skin and a different history. I mean, they're both human beings. There's nothing different between them. So this may come as a culture shock to Ray, as it's totally outside of the societal ritual for him to even think about his father being similar to Petey's father. Um, but Petey's just trying to bridge the gap, and and I think it's a very powerful statement by Petey, and it's just such a quick response, and he just uses the word father so subtly, but there's so much hidden in this conversation, even though it's just a 12-second conversation um, in, in the movie. And, I mean, we also see a lot of self-disclosure here. Petey's response makes me think that he feels the need to sort of, not, like, prove himself to Ray, but sort of prove himself to Ray's societal thinking. And sort of, he knows that Ray is going to have these bad thoughts about him. He's trying to tell Ray that he's, he's the same as him. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, Petey should, should be able to live his life uh, with the team without worrying about these perceptions of him going into training camp. But unfortunately, in the society in the 1970s, the United States, the cultural norms were for white people to be racist. And, and it, it, that's just how it was. That, that was how society was. And the societal ritual was for African-Americans to just to to have to deal with it and that's how it was but ray and pd here are starting to not necessarily come together but they're starting to learn about each other and it's very powerful in the movie um but yeah i mean there was my analysis of this episode and thank you very much for listening guys um i hope you guys enjoyed and go watch the movie check out this scene um you know, it's only 12 seconds, but it is a very powerful 12 seconds. I think it really speaks upon how different people communicated with each other, um, different people, different races back then, how different it was and um, how just uncomfortable it was. I mean, but yeah, like I said, lots of loaded language used. And there you have it. Thank you for listening.